is up, Peak Driven family. We are back and ready to talk about something else, motivational, uplifting, but also the hard truth to the nitty gritty of life and how it gets handed to us sometimes. That's right. Tonight's topic is going to be intake and energy Mm. and how important it is to monitor these things throughout our daily life because like anything, energy can be transferred. So if you're constantly taking in negative intake thoughts, you know, ideas, or even like people that are in your life, you know, that energy, that negative energy, you're just going to be consuming it and not fulfilling your heart with positive things. And you will slowly turn to a bad egg. I agree. And our pastor talked about this example and Josh is so good at explaining these different things. So I want him to explain this because it's about piranhas and a goldfish. That's right. So think of yourself as the goldfish. When you're in a tank, you're swimming around, you're happy as can be, you know, you're just swimming through the water, enjoying life. But as soon as piranhas get introduced to the fish tank, think of the piranhas as negative thoughts. Uh, maybe it's something you're seeing on social media or the news or, or your job or your job or conversations that you've had with maybe negative people or just events in your life that you are now understanding what we need to change to become better people. But anyway, these piranhas, how they go to kill the goldfish is they take little bites and nibbles at its dorsal fins, at its tail, all that kind of stuff until the Goldfish is pretty much paralyzed because it can't swim any longer without its fins and it sinks to the bottom of the tank and the piranhas have their way with it. Wow, not even two minutes in and we're just giving it to it like this. That's right. Sorry, it's a little morbid. But, (laughs) you know, think of the piranhas as when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing that you're doing? Are you scrolling through social media looking for a conflict or, you know, maybe there's a comment to a post or something like that that is going to trigger you right away? Like, I know some people that will go through the comments of Instagram. Mm -hmm. It may or may not be me, but, and you just dive into it and then you get so deep that it just becomes you for the rest of the day. Right. And... All those, all those comments, or or maybe it's a negative situation. Maybe there was a fight with your spouse in the morning before you headed off to work. Maybe it's a job that you're heading to that you don't really like, and you know you just are getting yourself all worked up because you know what's about to come, and you know all those types of things are going to start installing fear, doubt, worry, judgment, regret, all those types of feelings which are negative. You're going to start having those. And this is not even nine o'clock in the morning yet. Yeah. So how's that going to set you up for the rest of your day? Yeah. And I absolutely love the whole mental fast food diet. Like you think about fitness, like I'm a fitness instructor. Josh obviously works out. If you saw us, um, garbage in and garbage out like you would with fitness. If you're constantly eating in and out or Taco Bell, whatever, like you're doing, that's going to be what is exposed on the outside too and also internally too because it's not good to do that all the time anyways but that can be the same thing with your thoughts with the news with people or even comparison ladies like going on social media there's a wonderful thing called a mute button so that way you don't have to unfollow people if you really don't want to 
because we compare ourselves to all of these glorified people when we don't know the backstory or if a photo is edited. So we need to filter our intake and make sure that our mental fast food diet isn't that and it's a healthy diet for our brain. Think of it as like brain food. Right, and to kind of go off of what you're talking about is, you know, we're all into fitness here, whether we're instructors or, you know, we do nutritional things or just work out to better ourselves. That's exercise. You're externally working on your body and you want to look fit so people can see that. So you're going to eat clean. You're going to watch what you intake food-wise, right? Because you can't outwork a bad diet. And what we like to talk about is inner size, mental health, because a lot of people don't see it as important as exercise. And I think there's a book on this too. I'm sure there is. Yeah, I feel like This isn't like, like a new, we're not, this, this isn't like a- <laughs> World-renowned yeah. stuff coming out, yeah. no. No, but <laughs> again, you know, so what you're digesting all day long mentally, you have to think of it as, is it a clean diet or is it a junk food diet? And yeah. you would take it as serious if you're trying to lose weight and become healthier for your exercise and to look good, why aren't we taking it as serious for what we're digesting mentally and visually? Yeah, and I agree with that, but I also believe that fitness is about health. It's not about an external situation, if that makes sense. Does so that make sense? It does, but and a good I, diet goes with that. For sure, it definitely does. Um, shout out to my nutritionist. Um, but another thing that I wanted to bring up with this um, is to filter our intake on certain items in your life because you are what you consume. You've heard that so many times with motivational things, but if you don't, you're going to become this victim mentality. You're going to cheat your goals. You're going to have these negative thoughts and negative predictions like, oh, if I do this, I'm going to have a negative outcome all my life. Like you're automatically going to go to the negative and you're going to repeat your old patterns and behaviors. And we go back to, we go backwards in life and in our goals because it's easier to revert back. Amen to that, to our old ways because of life circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely, we took three weeks off and I went back mm -hmm. to my old circumstances. I was the goldfish and the piranhas were eating me alive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I saw myself go into this negative hole again. But what I can say is you will go backwards in life. And that is the lesson that you need to take going forward that you can literally detox from some of all of that going on and attract the new mm -hmm. in your life. And I, I'm really big on like installing new habits because let's be honest, you know, if you weren't raised by Gandhi or like some amazing parents that were like <laughs> Tony Robbins or something, right? Most of us don't have this type of work ethic and also these amazing habits installed in us as babies, right? Yeah, no. So it's an ongoing practice in our lives, especially when you're in your late 20s, 30s, and you're finally realizing there's more to life and you want to change who you were. And so it's very easy to fall back into the old ways like Krista was talking about, but we also have to learn and retrain our habits yes. so that way when we do fall off the wagon, 
we can easily get back on or not easily, but you know, we can be like, okay, let me regroup, let me reset, you know, set a, set a time. Or what Krista and I even did was as soon as we were back in the car ride, we started pumping ourselves full of podcasts and just motivational things because we saw in ourselves that we were slowly backtracking. And, Woof. <laughs> and, you know, we were like, okay, what we have installed in our lives in the last two to three years, let's not lose it. We need to get back to where we were. And once you have the track already written for yourself, it's very simple to get back on and just keep pedaling and just get to where you were. I agree because it's easier for us to, I mean, I was brought up in a house that it was, you work, you sleep, you eat, that kind of thing. And you watch the news after work and you bitch about everything <laughs> going on in the world. You don't do anything to try to change it. Then you just go to bed and repeat. Which it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but for me, I wanted like more. And if you're that person, you just want a little bit more. I need you to break away. Not, I'm not saying like cut people out. I've never cut anyone out of my life for good and you just need to uh, i call it keeping a man at arm's length yes exactly and you just need to filter your life mm -hmm. through that lens you have to protect your energy and interests and dreams and you have to look at are these people around me are they giving me value are they giving me encouragement are they bringing out the best in me yeah and if they're doing all those th opposite of those things then that's you know, maybe a conversation you have to have with yourself and just be like, they're an acquaintance. I can tolerate them once in a while. I love them, but- I love them. And because it might even be family guys and it's not making you an asshole or anything, you know, but <laughs> you have to keep them at an arm's length because if it's gonna hinder your success and your dreams in life, yeah, it's hard, but you have to look out for number one and that's you. And your family and you mentioned Tony Robbins before, and I absolutely love him, but energy flows where attention goes, right? Mm -hmm. Famous Tony Robbins quote. I saw someone else post it on like Instagram and they tried to make it their own. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to give credit where credit's due. And that's, I will always do that and bring that out. But just to give you a little bit of my life, my father passed away and it put a lens on me that I don't want to choke up, but who you allow into your life is so important and who gets 100% of your energy. Mm. Because at the end of everything, of your life, of everything, your life. Your life. <laughs> Those people that you allow into your life, Josh said it before, I call them energy vampires. They're either sucking the energy from you, like energy vampires, or they're not. They're people who are trying to like fill you up and mm -hmm. constantly motivate you to do more in your life because they see you as this person. And our time is just so limited that you need to decide now what you want to be remembered by it won't be that six pack and like that's why i always say like i go to the gym and teach for my health 
100%, my heart health, everything. It's not your six pack that they're gonna remember you by or your thigh gap or like how big your dump truck is, but like what it will be, sorry, I have to add little funnies in there. What it will be is you were genuinely an amazing person. Everything I heard at the funeral was good things, right? Obviously, they're not going to say anything bad, but like it was always about such a giving person and he always, you know, made everyone else in the room feel like a million bucks, whether they were or they weren't. He was always the life of the party. And that's where I get my motivation for my life and what I want to be remembered for because in five to 10 years from now, if you are where you are right now currently, that should be a gut punch to you. And you need to live your life like it's your last right now. And who is being allowed into your life? Like people say, we only get one shot at this. There's no practice run. So, you know, it's okay if you're finding this later on in life, or maybe you were a shitty person before and you want to better yourself. That's where where we're all (laughs) coming from, right? You know, none of us were born with this type of mentality, this mindset. No, you have to grow into it. You do, and it's never too late. And, you know, that's where I always talk about, like, you grow until the day you die, Mm -hmm. pretty much. Because this journey never ends to continually better yourself and to find your purpose and, you know, to find true fulfillment and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And fun fact, I started doing all this personal development stuff and then... As soon as Josh saw me like grow a little bit, he's like, oh shit, I got to catch up. And (laughs) you can talk about that. I don't want to steal your thunder. No, but that's 100% true. And, you know, I took a hard look at my life and I was like, if I stayed this same person, I'm literally just going to be miserable for the next 50 years until I retire. And then probably just be the dude that picks up smoking cigars and sitting on my porch you know, talking about the good old days. Okay, but smoking cigars and whiskey is okay <laughs> in moderation. Am I right? Am I right? Okay. Right. <laughs> but I saw the bigger picture and I saw the wonderful changes that were going on in my wife's life. And I was like, there is something to this. Not only bettering myself in my faith, but also becoming a better person, which I think is what, you know, Jesus wants us all to do anyway. Right? But... It has truly turned my life into a 180. And instead of having negative thoughts, example, road tripping across the country, taking 5,000 miles, being in a car with my wife and my dog. Oh my gosh. We'll have to do a separate podcast on that, honestly. Very (laughs) easy for negative thoughts, frustrations, anger, all that kind of stuff to seep into your mind and to totally turn that into a negative experience. I can truly say that after two weeks of being hip to hip with my wife, being locked in a car, we had amazing conversations. We grew as people. We were there for one another. And, you know, not too many husbands can say that they have those types of experiences with their wives only if you're trying to grow as a person. I think we only fought one time. And it was just because we were hangry one time and after 14 hours of driving. Yeah, yeah. So And because Tough Man decided he wanted to drive the whole 14 hours. But also because of this growth. Yes. This is totally sidetracking. But because Sorry. of this growth, <laughs> we were able to acknowledge why we did what we did, why we fought and got angry at one another, yep. apologized, and moved on. Move forward. That's all you can do. And I mean... 
I don't have much else to add here because I feel like my heart is all about where you put your energy because our life is so short. You cannot be feeding in to all of this BS anymore. Enough of it. Like you're living today like it is your last. You've heard that so many times, but to the nitty gritty of holding someone's hand and watching them die, you 100% realize that this is your one shot of something big. Why not put all of your energy into the people that fill you up and make every single purpose and passion of yours shine through so that way you leave that legacy behind? Not this like little legacy of, oh, I was this like person on Instagram. I was an influencer. Like, no, real hard legacy that you need to leave behind where you impact someone else's life for the better. Mm -hmm. Or create a company where you're employing thousands of people, but yet you do it with certain morals and characteristics that, you know, you are leaving that legacy behind that you are a wonderful person, you know, a wonderful boss to have, yeah. or it was a great experience, or you created or you're a wonderful parent. generational wealth for your children. Generational wealth. Oh, yes. Yes. So on that of intake and energy, I hope and I know that it made an impact in your day today. While these are short and sweet, we know that this is exactly what you need to be relentless in your life. Have an amazing day, night, afternoon, whatever it may be. And we'll see y'all next time. All right. Later. Later.